0: Welcome to the podcast of Ben Kruska, where every Wednesday there's a fresh word of faith and victory for your life. Now, here's Ben Kruska. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to talk about hindrances to promotion. We're going to give you six different hindrances to promotion, and I believe this will be a blessing to you. And they might identify an obstacle in your life why things are not working in a certain area. And uh, I believe it's going to help you advance in life and in the kingdom of God. So we're going to read from 1 Timothy 4, verse 14 and 16. I don't know know about you, but one of the things that frustrates me the most in life is when you get stuck in a certain place. Um, And these are some things I've noticed in the years that I've been walking with the Lord and been in ministry uh, in my own life, but also seeing others. Um that um, can be hindrances, but also when you identify those hindrances it enables you to jump right over the Bible says, with God we will run through a troop and leap over a wall. So in order to leap over a wall you do have to have a you do have to have a wall. Um, these might be walls, but you'll leap right over in Jesus name. So first Timothy 4 verse 14 through 16 it says, do not neglect the gift that is in you which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. If you break this uh, short passage down in a few different chunks, we can uh, identify several different things that Paul tells Timothy about that could be uh, hindrances, but also could be, uh, so it could be negatives, but it could also we could also turn it positive. So one of the first things we see is he says, do not neglect. And the first hindrance to promotion is carelessness. Carelessness. Basically, uh, gone on autopilot mode, coasting, You know, just going through the motions, living your life like a robot. It's almost like this whole world is programmed for people to be like robots going through life. You know, you get born, you're supposed to go to school, you go to school for a few years, you go to college, then you graduate, then you get a career, you do that 40 years, you retire, you take a few vacations in between. When you retire, you live a little normal, whatever, happy life, and then you die. That's basically how this world wants you to live. But I don't think God created us like that. He created us to, uh, to take the land, to uh, be fruitful, to multiply, to have dominion, to uh, bring the blessing of God everywhere we go, bring the life of God wherever we go. And, you know, autopilot default mode is going backwards, basically, for every person but you have to be awake that's why the bible says in the new testament awake you who sleep arise from the dead and christ will give you light basically don't live a careless life but but live a life that is intentional live a life that is that has purpose wake up every morning with purpose in every step you know with uh with a heart that says i'm going to do what god called me to do i'm going to fulfill his plan for my life i'm going to finish the race by his grace and i'm not going to neglect Paul tells Timothy, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Don't live careless. Don't live on autopilot. Don't, you know, like come home every night and just, you know, tune out and zone out and watch Netflix and do this and just scroll endlessly. You know, that's okay. It's good to rest and relax, but it's not good when we live our life all programmed like that. Do not neglect the great gift that is in you. One man said that the greatest treasures in this earth In this world are not in the banks but are in the graveyards because of all the potential that is that wasn't mined that wasn't you know dug up that went lost basically um and i believe there's treasure inside of every vessel listening to me there's treasure inside of you and uh it takes an intentional person to dig it out and uh you can't live a careless life you can't be careless about your character you can't be careless about your words You can't be careless about your spiritual walk with the Lord, your life, your relationship with the Lord. You can't be careless in your job. You have to be uh, not careful, but definitely um, live intentional and with purpose. Number two, he tells Timothy, uh, give yourself entirely to these things. Give yourself entirely to these things. A little sip of coffee in between. He says, basically, the second hindrance, lack of diligence a lack of diligence, give yourself entirely to these things. Second Peter 1 verse 5, it says, giving all diligence add to your faith, giving all diligence add to your faith. Later in the chapter, he says, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. A lack of diligence will keep you from being promoted because um, God doesn't promote sloppiness and God doesn't promote laziness. Um, You have to give diligence. The Bible says, "He, a son who sleeps during harvest time is a son who causes shame. No, we have to be awake. We have to have our hands to the plow. We have to be working. Jesus even said it. He said, I must work the works Of him who sent me while it is still day the night comes quickly in which no man can work he said to the pharisees i work hitherto and so does my father god is a god who likes to work he worked six days and rested one (laughs) many people in my generation do it the opposite way (laughs) no you have to work things don't go automatic things don't just happen you have to put the work in you have to Whatever gift that is inside of you, you have to sharpen it. You have to uh, 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 grow in your skill. You have to uh, give diligence to um, be more excellent. Somebody said, uh, in this one book I read, he said uh, an old old Russian saying is that if you chase two rabbits, you will catch neither one. So basically you have to focus on, okay, what is it I'm called to do? What is it I'm, I'm supposed to be doing? And then give all diligence to that. Chase that one rabbit. Don't try to do five things all at the same time. Um, focus on one. Grow in that one. Develop in that one. If you have a job right now, uh, then be the best person at that job. Give all diligence. Work harder than the others. Paul said it too. He said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Um, but also by the grace of God, I worked harder than the others. Yet not I, but the grace of God that is in me. So he said, by God's grace, I was enabled to work harder than others. Grace is not an excuse to not do nothing. No, grace is an an enablement to be everything that God called us to be. Giving all diligence. You know, uh, anytime you talk on diligence, you think about Proverbs 6, where the Bible talks about, you know, uh, the, the one who sleeps and slumbers, He says a little bit longer snoozing, a little you know, a little more tossing and turning, a little bit longer folding off my hands on my bed. And the Bible says there that poverty will come upon you like an armed robber. So promotion won't come if you're not diligent. You have to be diligent. You have to work hard. Um, Then the third one, Paul tells Timothy, he said, take heed to yourself. And I want to call that uh, hindrance to promotion number three, sloppiness in character sloppiness in character Paul tells him take heed to yourself in other words your growth matters your progress matters he said let your progress be evident to all that's not just talking about spiritual gifts we have to grow in that but also talks about character and what kind of person you are in the in the in the fruit of the spirit growing in your life is there humility there is there the love there is there the kindness there is there the goodness of God visible in that life? Patience. <laughs> is that one visible? You know, we're all growing, but sloppiness in character. If you basically just like, ah, whatever, you, we can't be the same three years from now that we are today, we have to grow. And that basically comes from, uh, those first two is like, do not neglect and give yourself entirely to these things. Basically giving our whole heart to, you know, getting into the word. Taking time to pray, taking time to worship, serving in church, being around others, iron sharpening iron, different things like that. So we grow. Your growth matters. One of the things that will stop you from growing, one of the big uh, character flaws that actually such a hindrance to your promotion is pride. Because the Bible says pride comes before the fall. Um, a Pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit goes before a fall. The Bible says that he who exalts himself will be brought low. So basically pride things uh, that it's already standing. Pride things that it has it all. Pride things that everyone else doesn't measure up, but they're the greatest thing ever. And maybe it's not that, you know, uh, evident or that noticeable or that, you know, like strong. But pride... Pride keeps you from praying. Pride keeps you from worshiping. Pride keeps you from humbling yourself and receiving correction. Pride keeps you from learning because pride thinks you have arrived in a way, you know? Uh, Best way to counteract pride is to just humble yourself, get in the Word, develop a lifestyle of worship, but also serving and giving and pouring out yourself, you know, doing for others things that you would like to do for yourself, you know, like... uh, um, taking your time and pouring your life out in service to others. Uh, I I like to use that uh, passage in 2 Kings 4, where the woman had had a problem and Elisha said, pour out the oil that you have into empty vessels. And as long as she, she kept pouring, as long as there were empty vessels to pour into, the oil kept flowing. So if you want to be promoted, if you want to see multiplication, then you have to pour out the oil that you have. You have to take what you have and start pouring it out. You have to live a life, basically, of pouring out, of looking for opportunities to be a blessing, looking for opportunities to serve, looking for opportunities to lift up others, to encourage others. Even with your finances, looking for opportunities to bless someone else. Promotion never comes. It's a spiritual law, you know, that he who waters others will be watered himself. That he who scatters abroad on others, he will find it after many days. So, when you sow, you start reaping. And that's also in uh, that's financial law, but it's also um, a a law of character that uh, Paul says in Galatians chapter 6 that when you sow to your spirit, you reap life. But when you sow to your flesh, you reap destruction and corruption. So, basically, when you want to grow spiritually, you have to move. In spiritual things you have to act in spiritual uh, principles which is you know love others uh, serve others give be a blessing different things like that that will help you grow that will help you uh, um, develop an excellent character it said about Daniel that an excellent spirit was found in him and when his accuser accusers smart people top Top people in the country, they tried to find something bad about him. They dug through his life looking for something to blame him for, and he was found above reproach. He was found blameless other than his relationship with the Lord. Well, that that shows excellence of character. And if you and I want to be promoted, the Bible says that he, uh, with a, uh, he who has a gift, he will stand before great men. He who is of an excellent spirit, he will stand before great men. Um, so that doesn't come overnight, and it's also not something that's just dropped on you. That's something you and I must develop. We must sharpen our plows, we must sharpen our axe, we must sharpen our gift, but we also must sharpen our character. Uh, think about Joseph, how he, you know, had everything happen to get offended, to get bitter, to get upset. Um, falsely accused, falsely sold into slavery. His own brothers rejected him. He could have been the most bitter person and nobody would have blamed him. But when he got the opportunity to stand before Pharaoh, his day of promotion, he didn't just have a gift, but his character was so excellent that Pharaoh took one look at him and said, who can be found in all of Egypt? Like this man with such wisdom. And he basically said, I set you over all the land. That's an excellent character. So um, many people today, they have the gift, but they miss the character. And it will hinder you from getting promoted because the gift will get you there, but the character will keep you there. So you could get the opportunity to stand before Pharaoh. You could get the opportunity for great open doors. But because of sloppy character, they would never. that door would never open back, back again. So make sure you're growing today. Make sure... You're asking the Holy Spirit for help, help me grow. That you're getting into the word and being diligent about that. And also when you get opportunities to be a blessing to someone else, grab those opportunities because you might say, well, what is that? what good is that for me? It's, it's everything to you because what you do for others, God makes happen for you. We already talked about that in another podcast. Then the last one um, is lack of good advisors. A lack of good advisors. Um, and that's, I took that from that last verse from First Timothy. He said, let your progress be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. And then he says, continue in them. Continue in them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. So basically, lack of good advisors. Why did I take that? Because you have to run your race. and And you have to run your race. Not just all alone in order to fulfill your race in order to finish your race you're going to need a crowd of witnesses around you cheering you on and of course those are in heaven spiritually cheering you on but also here on earth um, i don't think we're meant to make it on our own i don't think you know we're a body we're part of a body some people say well i can serve god all by myself in my mom's garage we can have church at home. You know, I think that we are called to uh, be a community and do life together and uh, finish this race running side by side, following Jesus, encouraging each other, strengthening each other. When one is weak, the other lifts him up. When one is uh, rejoicing, we're all rejoicing. So um, you can't do it on your own, in a way. I, I, I didn't get to where I am. By myself there's been so many people that have helped me so many people that have blessed me so many people that have encouraged me and still today surrounded with great people that are just such a blessing uh, my wife has been a great blessing my pastors have been a great blessing friends have been a great blessing my parents my family has been a great blessing uh, people in the church have been such a great blessing it's not something you do on your own it's something that uh, we need each other, basically. Iron sharpens iron. And you know, I'm, I'm so thankful for people that have spoken into my life when uh, they noticed something in me or, or saw that I was taking a wrong step or whatever, uh, or uh, encouraging me in taking the right steps when I lack the courage or the boldness or whatever. So you need good advisors around you in order to continue in these things. Because many people start strong and excited but then when the excitement excitement wades or fades, then they give up or they slow down. But I want to encourage you today, and maybe this podcast can be one of those things that helps you, just to cheer you on. Run your race, finish your race. Run with purpose in every step. Lay down every weight that so easily trips you up, every sin that trips you up, every weight that slows you down. Cast it aside, put your eyes on Jesus, run your race, Finish your race. Finish it strong. Go from glory to glory. Go from strength to strength. Go from faith to faith. Don't stay where you are. Move deeper in the river of God. Move deeper in the things of God. Grow more. Let Christ be formed in you more and more. And, you know, run that race. Continue in these things. Continue in these things. Don't just say today, I'm going to do this today and, and quit tomorrow. No. Make a decision. I'm, gonna, I'm in covenant with God, and I'm going to live in that relationship stronger each day by the grace of God. I'm going to stay close to Jesus. I'm going to stay full of the oil of the Spirit. I'm going to let the Word of God dwell in me richly. Nothing will offend me. Nothing will hold me back from doing what God called me to do. I'm going to get stronger each day. I'm going to get more blessed each day, (laughs) I'm going to get more joyful each day, the love of God is going to grow in my life more and more, and I'm going to be a blessing in my generation." You know, you need good advisors around you to help you take the right steps, so look around you and find some people. Um, Look at your uh, surroundings, the Bible says, bad company corrupts good morals. So make sure you're surrounded with good people. Make sure you're plugged into a strong on fire church where the spirit of God gets room to move, where the word of God is preached without compromise, especially in this day, and this hour, when many people say, well, let's just let the storm blow over. And then we see, no, this is the time not to back down, but to press forward and to take ground. And um, if you're surrounded with lukewarm, you'll be lukewarm yourself. Some people say, oh, I'm here to change the environment. Well, if you're not the leader of that environment, then you're actually causing rebellion. So uh, just plug into a place where you can grow, where you uh, have people around you that are just as on fire and more on fire than you, and then you will run your race with strength and with joy. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy these podcasts, take a screenshot, share it on your social media. Thanks for those who've already done that. That's encouraging to us. And um, God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to today's message. To be notified of new episodes, just hit the subscribe button. And to connect with Ben on social media, you can find him at Ben Kruska on Instagram and Facebook. See you next week.